Welcome back, everybody, to the Twin Chickens Podcast. My name is Artie, and we're joined together today with some other people. <laughs> we got Evan the Eagle, and we got Gilbert! Oh, yeah. We were teasing Gilbert last week in the podcast. Gilbert is my cousin, my blood brother. We've shared needles, and we've shared women, and all the good stuff. No, I'm kidding. Uh, this guy <laughs> is... Wow, man. I, I have a soft spark in my heart for Gilbert, so I hope you guys get to know him and recognize his great presence today. <laughs> Hopefully. You know. Yeah, as we talk about stuff. So how, how I like to open up the show is I like to play a clip and then we'll kind of divulge into some madness oh, stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Take your time. Go ahead. Um, and if, oh, let me know what you guys thought about the last week's episode with uh, Aubrey. I thought she was really lovely and we'll probably have her on the show Yeah, it was, next it was time. great having her. Yeah. Let's start the show. I got a question for you. What if I broke into your house, woke you up with a big kiss, gave <laughs> you a nice hot shower, and made breakfast for you, and pampered you all day, gave you a back rub, gave you a foot rub, <laughs> and gave you a butt rub, and put lotion all over that beautiful body? What would you do? What will you do? <laughs> All right. That's nice. how many. Do you know how many views I got? Uh, that guy? No, yeah. I have no idea. You have no clue how many views? I can probably look it up later because it's okay. under my TikTok. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you think? So um, he said this is a way to seduce a woman. What do you think? Do you think she'll feel comfortable? Give me your thoughts. For a woman, I was I was gonna take his deal on it. He sounded really really like. He's really personal. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. into it. I don't know. Get lotioned up. I mean, that sounds pretty neat. To yeah, me. it's kind of nice. <laughs> you said pampered. I'm like, yeah. Well, that's the I'm thing. Do you think if he were to go to someone and say, hey, I want to do this, like, do you think that that's the right approach? I feel like mm-hmm. it's a little intimidating because he's already busting out the lotion and it's not even like the first date. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And he's shirtless. Yeah, and he's, it's really intimidating yeah, stuff. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, but. But some people might enjoy a really strong, like, Aggressive uh, character, yeah. Like, yeah, presence. Yeah, I don't. I think if you said that to a random girl, I don't think it would work. I think depends on the girl. It depends on I the girl depends because on the girl. I think there'd be a rare chance from. that it would be like be perfect. Some yeah. uh, really down to earth girl would be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah!" Like fucking lotion me up. <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure if it's been a girl that's like single for a while. Yeah. Yeah, 100% maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I can bring this up, but maybe the lady you're telling me about at work who... Uh, who oh, who yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think she would guarantee we take that, that off 100%. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I feel like that's a little bit too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, he's bold about it. You know, he's honest. He's yeah. going to be up front. I feel like... Maybe a sugar baby? <laughs> I think thinking, that might know? be the best route. Sugar baby? A sugar baby. She throw a couple of thousand dollars on top of it, she'll do it. Yeah. Well, let's That's take fine. this out now. So how how would you, okay, let's say that there's a girl that you're interested in, how would you uh, seduce her, I guess? Shoot. Dang, I'm, I feel like I'm the worst person to ask right now about that. Yeah. Um, I think confidence is everything. To, like, not even seducing, I think it's just being, like, 100% yourself. Right. Full Absolutely. On, like, full-on eye contact. Let them know you're available. Um, simple touches, play around. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. But, but not busting up the lotion and rubbing your no, feet. No. Like, right there's... Up. I know there's some people that are super, super strong about that. They're just, like, yeah. super aggressive. And I don't think it gets them that far. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Hard. 
to rely on a personal lover, I don't feel like I need to be that aggressive. Like, yeah. a lot of my friends are like, dude, like, you're not fucking as uh, dominant or whatever. Like, I don't need to be. I feel yeah. like my presence is enough. Yeah, yeah. So I can just be who I want to be, not be as sexually dominant or, like, as aggressive towards it. And if somebody's into me, they'll let me know. And I'll yeah. just ask them, like, it was super sweet. She, uh, the last date I went on, she was like, you you keep asking for like kiss so kisses so politely. I'm like, yeah. you just I don't know take who me, I am. Grab me. That's just I, he wants you to grab her and just smooch her. <laughs> I'm I'm like that though. I'm super polite. Like where you're like, oh, can I hold your hand? I was asked. I'm like, can I hold Absolutely. your hand. And I feel yeah. like, so I much better kiss? about being consensual about it. And then that way, I feel like it adds tension. She's like, oh fuck yeah. Yeah, I think chivalry isn't that. It's just really. I think modern people have just made it yeah. die out. So when there is somebody that's chivalrous, it's like, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't have that father figure or just that example to lead on, so you just don't see that at all. You don't get to see how a gentleman actually does it or how he approaches it. Because we get to see this a lot in movies. This is why I always talk about movies, because like, <laughs> you get to see what's right and what's wrong. And so when someone just goes up and grabs someone's hand aggressively or just like does some really creepy stuff, it's like yeah. that's what's showing being shown to the masses. And it's like, uh, that's not really the best way to do that. Yeah. So it's good to take that step back and say, like, oh, well, I think she would be more, um, I guess, better acquainted with like if I hold her hand, if I ask her for that stuff. So, so what you guys were saying is totally on point. I think... Um it's it's changing too where men aren't really the ones like going up to the girls now girls are coming up to men yeah, and asking I feel like them there's, there's a, a tectonic shift um, yeah like stuff being held back like with um, allegations or whatever oh, nobody yeah. needs to catch a case yeah. so it's just like the most the easiest way to just ask yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's difficult I don't really know to be honest well yeah I think you nailed it on the head the best way to do it is just be confident, like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, go out to them, talk to them. Don't be afraid to be who you are. I mean, like, there's a point where, like, who you are, you need to reevaluate your, yourself sometimes. Because sometimes you're just like, uh, maybe you are, you're quick to anger, or you're yeah. just like you're not level-headed. So you need to just learn how to control those things. But who you are as a person, if you're able to give love and joy to someone, and you want them to experience it, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. And ultimately, it's just about having fun. So Definitely. when you start dating, just have fun. And this is what this guy's doing, man. This guy's having fun, doing some stuff. Well, what, what's that? That's a good point too. Now, when you're you're talking about, what is the definition of your guys' dating? Because I've come around to different things, and I have my own version of it. I saw a post oh. recently on social media, like dating and relationships and whatever, mm -hmm. has been skewed either by movies or other things yep. or something that people think it's supposed to have hardship yeah when it doesn't always have to be like you deserve it you can have a happy healthy relationship and have just the best time like it's all for having fun and enjoying yourself absolutely you know? yeah and feeling refreshed out of a conversation or whatever you're doing with another person the communication should be refreshing okay well that's you, a, oh sorry right, go no, ahead, no, go ahead. i was gonna say um you what my ideal uh, this is what I try to pass down to my sisters and siblings because you know they're about that age where they're gonna start dating and all that stuff. So I tell them, don't. Uh, we hear this term of shipping, right? Like, oh, I ship them or I want them to be in a relationship and all that stuff. But the difference between dating and being in a relationship is that when you're dating, you're not committed to someone. Okay, yeah. People think that when you start dating, you're supposed to be committed to someone yeah. and start like making that uh, a reality yeah, and it's yeah. not really the case you're actually dating someone to get to know them to build a relationship yeah. dating is weaving out the phase of everything yeah. so say you're dating someone 
And she has in her mind what we were just talking about, that uh, we need to be in a relationship now yep. because maybe she's on a time limit or, you know, for whatever yeah. reason. But the main thing is you get you date to get to know someone to see if you guys are compatible. That's what dating should only be. And only then when you actually feel like, oh, we actually get along, we could actually, you know, our things match and we start to click, that's when it becomes a relationship. When you yeah. both agree on it, because yeah. if it gets one-sided, we know what happens. Mm -hmm. Stalkerish starts to become a thing and just a lot of hurt goes around. So it's good to recognize those things. And like we were saying, it just is being portrayed in a very terrible way. Yeah, no, I agree because I've the, the girls that I've talked to are plenty of girls. Um, I'll be like, oh, are we dating? And it's like, yes, but is your date the same as mine? Because mm -hmm. my dating is you seeing, you're seeing other people as well and getting to know them yeah. to see if, if this person potentially is the person that you want to be with forever. But like you said, they get stuck on the mindset of we're dating now, we're in a relationship. It's yep. just exclusive and it's just It like, shouldn't be. And, and unless you both agree upon it where it's like we're not seeing anybody else and mm -hmm. I want to take this further... Now, what do you add on to the label? Because you're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet. No, that's when you're you guys just, agree. Yeah, you onto it. So yeah. it, it becomes difficult. And I think establishing good communication and just knowing that like, it doesn't matter what the label is as long as you're comfortable with, with uh, where you are with that person. With that person. And just keep building it. Like, nothing has really been set. Just keep bringing up my own personal no, life. Go ahead. No, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we talked about with my last date, uh, not the last one, but the previous one, she asked, like, so... What are you looking for? And I, I'm always fucking like shaken up whenever yeah. I get asked that question. I don't like it, but um, it was super cool. Like I just am looking forward to um, getting closer to you because I really like you, yeah. and um, I guess I'm not really expecting too much. Right. And she was like, "Well, I'm not looking for anything monogamous, but um, but I do enjoy your company as well. Yeah. You know, so I'm uh, I'm hoping to just see more growth through it because I don't need to have a label." to just have a good time with somebody. Right. And so if it can grow into something better, that's my ideal relationship, to be yeah. able to spend time with somebody, maybe grow their friendship, even though we can have some intimacy, there can be a friendship built over months, and then I feel way more comfortable with that person to start, I don't know, bringing them to other aspects of my life. Yeah, like expressing more families and stuff. Like Absolutely. That. Yeah. Absolutely. I, um, I've gotten to that point where I'm at, I don't know if I'm dating somebody or I'm so used to being rushed into relationships immediately. Like, yeah, we're, you're dating and then boom, you're in a relationship. Just the like next that. Day. Just like that. You don't even know what's going on. Mm. And it's like, it almost seems that one sidedness and, it, and it's, they don't really ask what you're looking for. It's just like, boom, here we go. We're done. Mm -hmm. And um, I, it sucks. Like, so I'm at that point now where I'm enjoying it. I'm taking things slow. I'm really just exploring. It's frustrating. Yeah. Slow. Yeah. Because. I really enjoy that there's there's tension and desire. I can see it in both myself and her, but it's almost that much better for the weight. Yeah. Like, just to be able to have not everything laid on the table. It's just like, okay, we can see the potential in it, but there's there's no rush to enjoy this yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah, and you hit the nail on the head. There is no rush. Yeah. Like, what do you... Like, there's... Some people do have a rush, but we're young. Mm -hmm. I'm old, but you guys are young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but there is there is no rush. You know, it's not like you need to have a kid right away. It's not like you're trying to, uh, you know, get a visa for someone. You know, there's no rush for us. Yeah. So the best way I could always describe it is just go out and have fun. The best thing that you can do. Yeah. If you try to immediately start saying, uh, yeah, if you want to be in a relationship, you're going to creep her out, or whoever you're with, him or her, whatever, 
just have fun, enjoy being around each other's company. Yeah. That's the best thing you could always do. And then just, yeah, take it slow. If when she's ready to move on or he is ready to move on with you, they'll tell you. They'll let you know. Yeah. You don't have to do that, but they'll let you know. Yeah. And then you can be honest with them. I think it's good to find like um, each other's rhythms. So like if you're casually dating or just like spending time every few weeks or something, you're starting to get to know a little bit more about them. So then when you start spending a lot more time with them mm -hmm. or maybe move in with them, you actually kind of are comfortable enough to be with them. So it's not like you're in a relationship and then you're like, I need a place to stay. So you guys start uh, spending a lot of time together. Yeah. And I feel like that could be really harsh. Oh yeah. Like you can make it work. But that's just how things might crumble if you don't, if you're not yeah. already familiar with who they are as a person. I've, I've had that experience though, where I've rushed into relationships and then rush into living together, mm -hmm. and it fucking failed. It's <laughs> just because you don't know who you're 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 with at the end of the day. Yeah, it's like dang, I'm sleeping with a complete stranger, even though like you think you know them, you really don't. Yeah, and then you start to like realize what do you guys want in your life and it doesn't match up and it's like why am i wasting my time yeah so, that's what dating is so important it's yeah. so under people don't take it as seriously or not seriously but like they don't understand that concept of dating first relationship but i'm glad we're talking about it and i hope people get that message yeah uh anyway we did get a little heavy so we usually kind of like to break the ice and let's watch uh another clip Somebody out here giving the kids incense. They supposed to have goddamn sparklers. Somebody out here giving the kids incense. Who the hell is giving the kids? Oh my god, he got one too. Don't hold it up there. You gotta hold it down. It's gonna burn your fingers. <laughs> Gilbert, did somebody not afford like sparklers? I guess not. They just got a two dollar pack of like two hundred incense or yeah. something. Could somebody have just been mi mixed up on it? They probably, but. How was your 4th of July? I haven't talked to you in God knows how long. It was absolutely, for the first time, boring. Uneventful. Uneventful. I stayed home. Same. I, uh, I, I did the same home. thing. I heard the fireworks people around me. Um, I just it wasn't in the mood, I guess, this year. It just I don't know if it's like the aspect of growing up and then you're not... Or like no friends or no family like yeah. that, like gathering. So it was... I spent it sleeping. My cousin, surprisingly, he bought. Um, I think they're called Roman candles. Yeah, I saw that on your on your uh, snap. And, yeah, uh, we just we just were shooting each other with it, and that <laughs> was it. That was the only time I had with fireworks of this year. Yeah, I mean, I never really liked them. I think they're pretty nice, cool things to look at, but it, it definitely depends on who you're with and what you're gonna do. Uh, my sister, I was with my sister um, the, the day of the Fourth of July, and I think. Uh, I had projects working on the entire day, so I was just like, I took a break to go see, to go to the fireworks with them. I went early, like at six, Sorry. and I thought Sorry. that they were gonna be like, the fireworks were gonna start at seven. Yeah. They started at ten. <laughs> oh, really? Late. Damn. So I'm like, so no, I, I, I did take time to go see them, to go yeah. be with, you know, my sister and her and her little nephew or my little nephew. Um, but it just, it ended up being too late, so I'm like, you know, I'll just. I already took my time, and yeah. I'll, you know, people are gonna do fireworks anyway at where I'm at, but. I didn't do anything as well. I just uh, for Fourth of July, I just went home and did another painting. You, and it's probably gonna get deep again. Do you have you noticed as you've gotten older, you visit your family less, or do you make more time for them? Uh, well, I have a personal issues with my family right now that I'm. Okay. I just um, it's not that I don't want to see them. It's just that um, there's a a barrier and a boundary that I'm trying to create so that I don't get hurt with how they act and how they uh, perceive love. Yeah. So. Uh, through my therapy talks and everything, I've, I've learned what it means to accept love, to give, and 
all this stuff, and my family currently is just not equipped to do that. Yeah. Which is fine. To each their own. That's yeah. what I always say, you know? And you have to accept the reality of that. You can't force things. So, right. yeah, it did get a little deep, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind touching on that, though. Like, what has your experience been with that? Have you felt like you haven't been spending as much time with family, but when you do, I feel like I've gotten a more wholesome sense of like appreciation for my parents and family like wow they've really done a lot for me and sometimes I'll even drive home like crying like fuck I really appreciate them for what yeah. they've done that's a beautiful thing and I'm so glad that you have that and every time I see his parents they're be they're amazing people they're amazing so I'm so grateful that he has something like that in his life man that's a it's a beautiful thing absolutely I'm, I'm really grateful for it but tell me like what uh what are your experiences like that have you gone in and out of touch with family or I think it's just the old the older you're getting the more like I don't spend time either I'm busy or it's just work or, or your own general life just going around mm -hmm. and I think slightly you kind of push them off to the side at least for me oh, um, definitely same so I, there is times where like I, I'll come and visit them and it's like wow this memories again of coming back like oh yeah I miss the family and stuff and then you get the, the typical dramas of what things are going on and, yeah but I think the more I've realized it's especially going home is it almost seems like they're much happier that I'm not around yeah, yeah. like they, there's more things going on in life but also having space yeah so it, it almost seems like it's nice because I, I don't get to see them so we could catch up but then mm -hmm. you get those old behaviors coming back that you're like this is the reason why I don't yeah. come back <laughs> you know, so that's then. with every family every family definitely has those things where like oh why did you yell at me or like why do you, why does this make you so mad that's yeah. every family yeah. and I'm glad that you recognize that because some people would just stick with that and make things worse yeah yeah. <laughs> it's taking that time away for yourself and that that is actually um, uh, shows your maturity actually more than anything it shows that you're able to recognize these things and whether or not you talk to your family about it so that maybe you guys can reconcile and say oh this is what's right and this is, what's, this is what I see this would make me comfortable whatever it's all part of your growth and right. ultimately if you do decide to do that it might bring your family closer together and you know say like what we can do around. actually I found something interesting or at least I've been thinking about it recently about like personal growth when it comes to um, pet peeves like I've had pet peeves especially with like other girlfriends or something mm -hmm. or even just family yeah. there's things that happen but I realize it's not their fault it's mine I love like it. yeah I, it's it's really hard for me to wrap my head around it because I've had so much issue with it but when there's somebody angry at me or just does something I don't know eat a cheeseburger on the other half or yeah. upside down yeah. I don't know whatever it is it's my <laughs> it's whatever I put in my own head yeah that like, oh, that's wrong or something. Like, no, they're just being who they are, and maybe they have issues that they're trying to figure out, but that shouldn't affect me in any way. Yeah, yeah, not at all. But pet peeves, that's a really big thing, man. It, it is, but also it's completely psychological. Like, somebody could take a shit on my floor, and that would be, you know, that would upset me. Yeah. But also... There are yes, things that would upset you more. It, it affects me, yes, yeah. but also... I don't know, if somebody takes responsibility for it or just the way it's put into perspective, like, I don't know, if somebody had the runs or something, yeah. and it's n not technically their fault, but they're being responsible and cleaning it up or something, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's me being okay with it, with anything that I can't control. Yeah. Right? Well, like, that's, just, that's definitely shining maturity and abusiveness. My, uh, yeah. I can only control my own actions and emotions and that, so I can just appreciate for the good things that happen. Absolutely.
And you, it's good to recognize those, man, because like you can't control anybody's actions. We can all control our own, like we were saying. So, I mean, there. I always think of it as there's things that are much worse that they can do. Yeah. <laughs> they can punch you in the face, slash your tires. So if that's why, whenever I'm with someone, I accept them for who they are. And if you can't do that, you have to work on. Uh, if you can even accept yourself, there's a lot of inter intermittent turmoil that people go through, and this is something we got to realize as well. Whenever we spend time with someone, we're bringing them into our world. I I don't consider us introverts, but we I consider ourselves as uh, us three in the room as people that respect our time with each other and yeah. away from each other. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it because I've for the longest time thought I was an introvert until uh, I guess over my teenage years doing through Taekwondo and then experiencing more of college. I love people, mm-hmm. yeah. but I also love my own quality time. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. I think everybody has their own balance of between introvert and whatever. Like, nobody's going to be one side or the other. People still need to socialize, yeah. but in their own way. And so people just find their own balance after years of experimentation. Like, oh, I, I like this, and I like spending time with two people, or, you know, whatever mix it might be. Yeah. But having a balance of like, okay, I... I love having my quality time, so if I'm with people all day at work, I have my downtime for a couple of hours at night. Yeah. Or whatever it might be. Absolutely. Um, well, that. How about for you guys? Well, uh, I haven't heard from you yet, so I want to know what your opinion is. Um, do you feel like when you are with people, your own family, do you feel like you're there and you're present, or are you there to just like, you know, I'm here to show that I'm. Oh, I'm your son, so I'm going to be here. But are you there to, like, engage and to show the respect for your family that you're not going to, like, not cause drama, but, like, have a good time? No, yeah. Like, when I show up, it's it's like I said, like, everything is back to the same way. We're, we're a family. Everybody's there. I'm not there just, like, ghosting myself or just being, like, empty space. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, really. I just I don't know. No, it's it's tough. It's it's I don't a tough. Know how to answer that but one. I find oh, it hard shit. sometimes. I'm at my parents' house and I really want to be engaging, but I'll just be kind of empty-minded or go back into my old habits of kind of just being myself and not really talking much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to family, because I've already lived with them enough for like 18 plus years or yeah. something, mm-hmm. and so I try to be able to go do something. So I feel more engaged when I'm with a one-on-one. So if I'm helping my dad. Or maybe in the kitchen with my mom cooking something, I get way more engagement being able to just have good, healthy, just fun conversation. Yeah. Where if it's in a group, I'm just like, uh. I think I have more of the engagement with my siblings. I think my siblings are more like realizing of that aspect when it comes to my parents. Like, I don't talk to my stepdad. He comes in the house, goes upstairs. Um, with my mom, it's almost for like a little bit, and then she does her own thing. Or right. It's just like I do my own thing. And it's just like, I don't think there's a connection there at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still like the blood aspect of I'm I'm her son and she's my mother. But right. I think further from that, I think we're at a point in our lives where we're kind of done with each other. Like, just like we're we're done. It's over. There's not really yeah further bonding after that. Yeah, there's a point where it's like. Uh, where you are the you are the baby, you are the son, and now you are an adult. Yeah. Right? There's these three these three little patterns, and I totally understand what you mean because I've also been there with my parents as well, uh, where they don't see me as their son, um, they see me as a person now. Yeah. You know, um, and being I don't know I, I understand that that philosophy or not philosophy the the thing with your mom which is like the point yeah. Um, I I think it's more the fact that you guys um, haven't had the time to bond as adults because she doesn't she probably just sees her you as her son and i always said this before and I, I don't mean to sound like too crass or anything but just because your mom 
is your mom. It doesn't matter who your mom is. It's as if she acts like your mom. Yeah, that's yeah. your mom. It's such an yeah. interesting thing because also recently I've been thinking about like how my parents are just two people. Yeah, and it sounds simple enough, but I've been wrapping my head around it. Like they're just two people that happen to get together and made a relationship work. Mm-hmm. And so like holy shit, they're just normal. I don't know how to describe it. Normal people, and so. I'm treating them differently because I have more time with them, mm-hmm. and I've only known them as them, or as as a family, not just as individuals who have uh, just been around or I've met them somewhere. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure where I was going to take that, but it's I have a different perspective of my own family because I've only known them as one thing. Yeah, yeah, I think. It's a good perspective, though, because you have basically a family that's been together, they're happy. I've had families that are divorced. Mm-hmm. You've had families that divorced. Um, it's it's so difficult at the point where my mom is like that, but my dad's the opposite way. Right. My dad still sees me as a kid, and I don't think he gets the idea of me being an adult yet, well, either. I want to say maybe so. it's, is it from a place of still wanting to be able to help out, or just like, maybe in a slightly negative way, but wanting to still be a part of your life or help you out because of uh, because he felt like he wasn't there enough or something? I think I think for me it's me just wanting my mom. Because yeah. my mom was never my mom. Yeah. And it, it was always emotional abuse. And I don't think she really... I think she realizes now slightly. She's, she's apologized for it. But she probably has some regret about it, yeah. but it's... It has it takes both of you to like recognize that yeah. and actually work on that. It's not an easy thing to do, but you have to talk to your mom about that. Yeah. No, we've we've discussed it and I don't think things have really changed or they're not going to change either. Well, it's an effort. It works so, both ways, man. Yeah. And I, you get tired of it. You get tired of always trying and then That's how I feel with my dad all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it just comes with like time. My grandparents were super like avoidant of other family and there was they were like somewhat dramatic and didn't like their other siblings. Like my grandma uh, had jealousy for her sisters or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so they wouldn't show up for Christmases or this and that. But um, it's been interesting after my grandma has passed, my grandpa's attitude has changed completely. He used to be very cynical and negative about everything. Yeah. Now he's a different person. Like interesting. after he's not had like his wife for a couple of years now, his attitudes are like so much more appreciative. He's actually started hanging out with my dad. They've never had good quality time, like from what I can remember ever. Yeah. Right. It was, their relationships were just not good. And I yeah. feel like seeing that now, my dad has tried really hard to have a good relationship with me and I now appreciate it. But seeing that like because of his lack of relationship with his dad he's tried to make up for it here but yeah. now it's come full circle where my grandpa's starting to come around yeah. and spend more quality time and just being an authentic human maybe it's just time maybe once my mom gets old she'll she'll come back around and well yeah, and it always takes a there's you can't have pain or love without pain yeah. and vice versa because that's where it comes from. I, I learned this in a... There was a cinema therapy <laughs> where they break down, like, uh, villains and characters of, and how people, broken people, come together and all that stuff and just the, the process of, like, what they could have done if this person had this in their life and all that stuff. But I, I, I really like that lesson. It's called cinema therapy. I'll put the link in below. It's really, really, really good stuff. 
Um, but the main thing is that once you experience something traumatic or something that actually breaks you out of that out of that mold and just snaps you out of it, then yes, you become more appreciative. You start to understand the world more. I got to learn that way late in the game. When I when uh, my stepdad died, um, yeah. I remember I talked to you about this. It was um, that's when I realized like okay, you can. The one thing we have is time. That's the only thing we have with each other. Yeah. And if you don't value each other's time, you're going to regret it when they're no longer there. Yeah. And when they're no longer there, it's that's the one thing you have. And that's the thing that I was trying to live with for the longest time is how do I let go of this regret that I treated him so bad and you know all these things of like yeah. I had that time and I should have I wish I was awake if that yeah. makes sense. I wish yeah. my mind was like it is now. And be more appreciative. I didn't get to learn that until after his death, and that you know, it's a shame. But like at the same time, it told it taught me everything I needed to learn to treating people correctly. And yeah. I think you know, there's just a give and take with relationships. Like the past few girlfriends, or whatever you know, you just have those failures where you try to do something, mm. and you just face plant. But then it's after that, and you start reflecting over the past like the next few months, yeah. and you're like, oh. I messed up. Yeah. And I think as long as you, you make an effort towards changing that or, or appreciating the other people around you, Yeah. I mean, like, that's the best part. I feel like if you just neglect it and just were like, ah, fuck it, whatever, mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest mistake you could do, really. And it all depends who you want in your life, because, like I said before, this is your world. Yeah. You know, you made it. So if you're going to invite someone in, whether it's a girlfriend or your family, you have to have this understanding with them and just overall like this is who I am yeah. and if you don't respect me then you're gonna hurt me yeah and yeah. I don't want that yeah. you know what I mean it's a, it's a very difficult balance to make but it's shows your maturity if you're able to talk about these things and explore them with your family but either way again jeez I'm like <laughs> next topic yeah I got a little oh my god we well it's good no it was, it was good is there another video yeah <laughs> I got a couple of them uh, let's go to let's go to this one um, here we go. You ever feel like that at a party? What does that, what does that mean? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Watch the first 30 seconds real quick. They, oh, you see that? Like, feeling left out of the. Oh, is that you, what you is? want to engage, but you can't? I mean, you see like a crowd of like people already in conversation or something. Are you trying I've, to join? I've been there. The 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 caption throws me off. Is like when the hoes show up. Yeah, that that shouldn't be there. But yeah. it's, it's more the fact of like I've always. <laughs> I used to be like that's, and I still am a little bit. Where like I want to say something and be in the conversation, but <laughs> like I don't know what to say. But then also like the last party or basement show we had, I. Um, maybe personal <laughs> growth, but seeing that and recognizing, like, okay, I don't have to stand over here. I just walked in, forced myself in the circle, and then boom, you're already part of yeah, it. Yeah, they accept yeah. you no matter what. They're, yeah. It's kind of like... And it's just, confidence is key, so yeah. you can just be like, I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's up? It's like, what's part of the conversation I want to be part of? It. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're just like, yeah, come in, like, let's have this conversation. Yeah. They don't give it a second thought. They just want to have fun. Everyone just wants to have yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's... I guess the confidence of it, you're like, oh, they're not going to accept me. And yeah. It's almost, 
Don't overthink it. Yeah, don't overthink it. Just pull up, jump forward. There's there's another part to recognize, too. It was like, I remember when we were in a circle together, there was a a time in high school, or college, sorry, uh, where me and him were just talking, and then this other guy comes in and says says something completely inappropriate, and it's like, uh, I don't want you here at all. Oh, really? It's, It's a good way to recognize that. Can you elaborate? I don't remember uh, who wear that Shorty, was. long hair. And just I, I just never engaged with this kid. Every time he came around, I was just like, I don't want to talk to you, man. Is it yeah. that he just didn't know how to talk, really? Or like I, he didn't know how to... Oh, I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to say his name, but it's more the fact of like, uh, there's, there's a point of like uh, when you're walking into a conversation, like, it's, I would learn how to lead. Right. <laughs> you know, okay. first. Yeah, especially, like, some people that aren't just socially equipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Thank you. That's the word. They're really... I can see they're trying. Like, there's people who genuinely try, but their energies and their thought process and just who they are in general, mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't want that crowd. <laughs> so, like, not to be cutting them out, but, yeah, cut people out of, like, I don't want to have that type of person in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, hey, we gotta, we gotta step out that. for a minute. You oh, know? Really? I would always say that, like, hey, I gotta do some club stuff, so I'll yeah, see you later. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> is it that they're, they're just not your type of people, or is it just yeah. the... But then also, like... like just, they'll fit somebody it, somewhere else. Yeah, they, they'll fit somebody else. Somewhere okay. else exactly, yeah. and people find their own groups and cliques, like, yeah. especially in schools, like, that's the place for it. If you need a place to be, you'll find people that'll mesh with you. And even if they don't, you'll still be able to spend time with them. It's just recognizing I feel from a place of more experience, we're able to just step out. (laughs) Like, like, we don't want to be here. We know that we have a good enough bonding that we can just go elsewhere and have a good time without said people. Yeah, it's just a good good thing to keep in mind. Just don't don't walk into a conversation and start talking about genitals or, you know, yeah. something completely inappropriate. Especially since that was, like, his whole thing. Five. That That's all he talked about. Weird. Oh, really? Yeah. He would only bring up inappropriate things. And then when there was a, a moment of silence, he'd uh, then pull up his phone and be like, hey, look at this really disgusting thing. Okay. Yeah. So he was, just, he was just a really weird guy. Yeah. Yeah. But you ever Not had weird, that? But... I've had people where their energy is super, super bay. Like, mm-hmm. it, like for example, they would come in and, and we're just relaxed, mellowed, and they would bring too much energy and oh, yeah. really turn people <laughs> off because it's just like it's not the moment for that. Yeah. And sometimes it, it comes down to that's their personality and mm-hmm. people just don't know them. And so when they're that fucking massive, like people are just like, I, do <laughs> I don't, want, yeah, also, I don't, I don't mind. Like, that. If you're that dominant in a conversation, it can be a good thing if you're. If you use it in the right way, read the room, definitely. Yeah. But also, if you're going to do that, have a purpose with it. Like, hey, bring people up and be like, have this energy. If it's like, I'm going to go to this rock concert tonight. You guys ready to go? Yeah. Like, that makes sense. You know, yeah. bringing the crowd up to like do something or be in a really engaging conversation. Yeah. But if it's already mellowed out, there's no need to be, whoa, let's do this guy. Yeah. I don't know. It would scare um, the shit out of me. Yeah. I'll take it. So just having, having more social experience yeah. I feel like starting to but that, that everybody goes through that yeah so if, if I can read start, the room too yeah um, just read the room first definitely. of all mm-hmm. and it takes time to recognize that because if you're really the loud one in the whole group or mm-hmm. just the loud one in the whole room it's like chill out a bit you know yeah you're being a little bit obnoxious and it's just like chill out yeah but if also isn't it interesting like you're the rock star in your own world yeah yeah so 
one is a, a thought, two is a discussion, and three is a belief. Yeah. So if you get other people on board that want to match your energy, you'll create that. Yeah. And if it's in the right set and setting, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like right. we could be at uh, school or something, and I could be the obnoxious one or something, but then if another friend shows up and is like, oh, yeah. hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we match it, and yeah. then more people are like, oh, that looks fun. Yeah. And they join us, and then it's a great time. Yeah. But it's good to recognize when and not to do that. Yeah, when to do it, when not to do it. Oh, my but God. also that kind of just derives from like who you know and how well you know them. Yeah. In that way. That's why I'm very selective with people that I bring into my life because I I know who I want. I know what I want to do, and I don't like I don't try to have distractions around because then it'll just hinder my own goals and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of it happens to be like, I know who I want to hang out with, so I'm very like, if I go to hang out with it and whoever, I'm there. I show you the respect and time to be there, so I'm not going to do something like, if Evan invited me to his house, I'm not just going to come in here and like destroy his fucking room yeah. and then just walk away from it. No, I'm going to respect your time. I'm going to respect that I'm here and just, I'm more grateful to be actually here more yeah. than anything. And sometimes I feel actually really, uh, sometimes uh, apologetic for certain instances when there's um, substances involved <laughs> where I'll, uh, yeah. I've had experiences going to cabins or something where I need like a couple hours to just shut down yeah. and so I just went and took like a nap in one of the guest cabins or like where the fuck were you like you know this is the party or like we're come and hang out with us we're just trying to chill out and like yeah. I have to just shut down my yeah. body isn't here yeah. <laughs> and so I'll come back at a later time but when people are like expecting something of you or just your presence I, I don't know there's maybe an interesting mixture of just having putting yourself through like okay I'm here for the people and respecting their time yeah but also recognizing that fuck everybody else do what you want yeah but you're not gonna hurt anybody no <laughs> just find, <laughs> finding a balance of whatever it is I said I guess yeah that's true All right. anytime you're at a party Yes. Be super cool. Yeah. Be super chill. <laughs> don't be obnoxious. Don't be too like standout-ish. You yeah. Know? Slowly, slowly, slowly work that way up. You know, have people know who you are and then yeah. do crazy Unless shit. you're exactly. the entertainer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's just like... That's a good point. Yeah. This, this show, I'll try to go really hard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> don't, don't go too hard on the first ones. Man, and... Uh, yeah, we're we're reaching our halfway point, so let's let's yeah. cruise down these these mofos and let's let's get this going. I think we got this one. I'm DJ Funnybone, and this is how stupid some people look when they end up losing at a game. Stupid game! I don't want to play it anymore. I don't, I don't know, know what to say to that. I don't know why okay. that made me laugh so hard. I was watching these <laughs> at one in the morning. Tell me of your guys' rage experiences playing video games. Rage I moments. have a couple. I have a couple. Enlighten us. Uh, I'll tell you one and then you can go. Right. So uh, when I was a kid, I, I forgot what I was playing. I was probably playing Mario or something. And I couldn't beat the level. And you know those N64 controllers? Yeah. They had the joystick. I was cranking those things up and down, and I broke like three of them, dude. I was upset. I couldn't make the little plumber hop. <sighs> I, I have. I used to have extreme rage issues when I was a kid, but now not anymore. Now I just I take a break. I walk yeah. away. <laughs> I try not to break anything. I think when it comes to the competitive games, like I play FIFA, and my friend was always good at FIFA, like mm. amazing. And the one time. 
I'm winning. Uh-huh. He's like, I was like, it, close game. You know, if you, if you play soccer, you'll know it's like a 90 minute game plus yeah, a yeah. three. And you know, I'm down to the last 30 seconds yeah. of the game, and I'm like, this is it. I won. <laughs> this is I finally have beaten him for like six years. You know, of playing with him. Yeah. I finally won. Scores. Wins the game. He scores. He scores. Yeah, he scores. He gets the tie. And it gets to o- overtime. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! And so then at that point, it's he scores and he wins. And I remember I chucked my controller, and it like breaks against the cabinet. I'm just like, fuck this game! I'm just oh like, God, no. I I got so mad. I looked at him. Mm-hmm. I had like three people over. I told them to get out. I was so mad. I said, get out, get out the house, I said, leave, I leave. I, I cannot deal with this. And they were like, they thought they were laughing. They were like, oh, it's a joke. Huh? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Seriously, get the fuck out. <laughs> get out of the house. This is not funny no more. Oh, my God. This is like six years of work that I put it into FIFA just to finally beat him. Dude, he took it away from me. And he took it away like that. Just like just that. <laughs> oh and he God. found the joy of it because he's like, you oh. thought you were going to win and you didn't. Do you think he did it out of kindness? He was letting you win? I, I, you know what? I think what happened was... <laughs> He was trying, and then when he realized he was about to lose, mm-hmm. he went to, like, fucking pro mode. He was just like, no, I'm not losing. He's like... This is my game. Yeah, yeah. He, basically, no. Gamer pro, destroys me. I had to kick them out. I talked to them a couple days later, and I was like, yo, sorry for this, but I was like, I couldn't. I just, just couldn't handle it. I was just... was. Wait, it was so my you, time to shine. They all left the room? Or they left the house. Oh. I kicked them out. I kicked them out of the house. I said goodbye. I, I opened the driveway doors. Get out. Get out. Jesus Christ. They're like, oh, are you really going to end it like this? I'm like, yes. No, no, this is a valid reason to be for me to be angry. But did you explain this to them later on? Like, this is what happened. No. <laughs> no. Well, and oh what God. was nice was that a couple years later, can you imagine this, a couple years later, right. I finally win. Uh-huh. I finally beat him. And I could see it because, you know, it leans over, he starts to try. Yeah. And it's, it's we're going back and forth. And I finally beat him with one goal. And I screamed. This is it. I'm like, I fucking won. I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, seven years of this. Seven years of constantly losing to you. And I finally win. My God. And and my friend throws out, do you even think he was trying or do you think he lets you win? And I said, shut the fuck up. Let me have it. Shut up. Let me have this. Don't. Don't. Like, I know I won. And I look at him because he's starting to smirk now. Uh And I'm just like, oh, you motherfucker. Because I was like... Now I'm getting doubt. Yeah. Like, did you let me win? Because you didn't want to get kicked out like last time? Or is it, <laughs> That's the funniest Or is it like I actually won and you're just like happy that I yeah. won? Yeah. So to this day, I don't know. Nor do I want to ask. So, <laughs> so fuck it. I won in my heart and I know. I, I go hard in FIFA too, man. I yeah. understand that feeling. And I think it's because we're, we're, uh, we're hot-blooded males that yeah. we, just, we get into that shit. It's competitiveness. FIFA is a... Yeah, I'm down with FIFA forever, yeah. man. I, I I feel that. And when you finally win, dude, it's a win in here. And, yeah. And when people try to take that away from you, it's like, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, I yeah, get it. Yeah, I won. Exactly. I, I know that feeling. <laughs> well, it was hard uh, because it was it was years of like working hard, and I would beat people. I would beat like Hedda. I would beat Eric. Yeah. yeah. People that say like, oh, I, I could beat you is like, no, I'm winning. Yeah. Just this one fucker. I no, I remember. I remember those times. I can't win, and that was it. When it was just like finally. Name crossed off my list. Mm. I won. That's it. I'm happy. Well, congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. We got to celebrate. Thank you.
I'm proud. Gotta celebrate that win. Did you ever rage quit? That's um, a couple times. There is probably a few side scroller games that I've raged on. I remember when I was a kid, I had a little bit of anger issues. I'd play Mario Kart Wii, mm, yeah. and on like the hardest ones, like the mirror ones, yeah. I got stuck I on I can them, never do that. And no. I got so angry, I started biting controllers. <laughs> you were biting? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I, <laughs> Jesus. Um, I don't think I've ever broken a controller by throwing it, but years later, I started getting into uh, Heavy into CS:GO. Oh, okay. And Fox, that that really messed me up. <laughs> yeah. I started picking up a lot of new uh, vocabulary. Yeah. Right. And uh, I'm not proud of that. But yeah, there'd be moments where I'd just I'd bang on my desk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd leave bruises on my arms. Jesus, like, man. Out of so much rage that I, it's hard to comprehend now yeah. that I was that that into it or involved, especially as a team when. I might carry like 40 to 10 or something yeah. mm. and everybody else is doing like 10 10 you know like yeah, yeah, one to one ratio yeah, or something right. KD and I'm just like come on guys pick it up yeah, and I'm like, like I'm the one that's trying to carry it <laughs> yeah. ah! I, I feel it I get it I feel it last moments you know like out of after a 90 minute game this is the last like 15 15 or whatever the the tiebreaker is yeah. moments like those have gotten to me really oh Dude. man I've, have you guys handled it now better? I've handled it much yeah. better. I just turn off the PS4 and I go to sleep. That's exactly what I do. I was just like, oh, like if I'm playing Call of Duty and you know completely that was bullshit, yeah. I'll just be like, you know what? I'm turning it off. I'm going to sleep. That's it's a very bullshit. mature thing to do. And then I'll get back on 10 minutes later to be like, yeah. I'll you know, because it plays in your head. Like, yeah. why, 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 why? Well, I'll just be like, I'll play one more game and then the bullshit happens again. I'm like, you know what? I'll just turn it off. Yeah. So I haven't really cared for competitive stuff anymore. I was a little into it when I did Taekwondo. Yeah. But I would always be my friend for like four or five years straight. He would always take second to me. And I could see that frustration after like years and then finally once beating me. Not not in the biggest tournament, yeah. but just in like a small little side project thing. Yeah. Um, to see his satisfaction in it, which I'm really happy that he uh, was able to get that. Yeah. But did you let him win? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the biggest question. Actually man. Not intentionally, because okay. it wasn't um, part of a bigger. Thing, it was right? a uh, it was a tournament, but we were in a board breaking division, mm. and I was trying a crazy new technique where I'd do a cartwheel and break a board. Oh, but gotcha. it, uh, I shouldn't use <clears throat> terrible language. Mm. The board board holders never know what they're doing. Gotcha. Only me and like two other people actually know how to properly hold breaking boards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So at the tournament, there's someone that holds the board for you, and yeah. you have to do you, all you have to do is split it. Yeah. But they don't know where to hold it up or they down. They don't know side. how to do it, and they hold it flimsily, like they'll let it oh, move it. So when I I need to perform more of a snapping kick or something when I'm doing a cartwheel, mm. my dad was able to do it perfectly, which he should have held it. Yeah. yeah. But the dude was holding it, and let it my foot smack against it like two or three times. That oh. cost me like a point. And so, thus, I took second place. Got you. That's but not. I shouldn't okay. complain because I have like four grand championship trophies and two national titles. So yeah. I humble brag. Humble, humble brag. <laughs> humble, you know, that's nothing. I just let them take it. Now. Well, that's I want to add one more to my collection. You know? Competition is a healthy thing, though, because for me, I've always equated. Uh, I've, I've I've always wanted to get better at drawing, right? Yeah. And I've always seen someone that was better at me. Yeah. And this kid can draw like I've never seen, right? But I always saw that and I was just like, I need to get there. Yeah. How yeah. do I get there? And that has personally evolved me as an artist. And I love that in more of an art style, like perf 
competition-wise, mm. I find it frustrating. Like in a game, that enrages me when something goes wrong or I can't really control it. Yeah. Where if it's like game lag or whatever it might be, but in a in an art sense, that's why I'm really happy. I'm able to spend more time with this guy that I've done Taekwondo with, yeah. always beat him, but now there's a competitive, not really competitive, but in music, we're always pushing us each other to do better at, that's at a, it. That's an amazing It's thing, a skill yeah. to develop, it's not something you win at. Yeah. And I find that extremely satisfying. Well, you know when you start slacking off and they come up with like, oh, here's this awesome little riff or whatever, and you're like, you son of a... And then it makes you want to do it. You're like, now I can do that. I get that, but for soccer, where rivalry comes. I've I've come over the times where I find people that are better than me, and I'm like, that guy. That guy's my rival. I'm going to take him out. I want to be like surpass him in any type of way possible. Yeah. And then... Once I do, and or if they fall out, and I never speak to them again. Mm-hmm. It's like that that like fuel that fire like dies for me. Do you have time. Netflix? I don't. I don't. I'll um. Dang. Let's <clears> see <throat> if I can get you. Do you know the Last Dance? I already talked to you about this. No. Uh, the Last Dance is a Michael Jordan documentary of how oh. of his championship, uh, his time in the, with the Chicago yeah. Bulls. In the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it uh, one night at 10 p.m. Yeah. And I didn't fall asleep that night. It invoked a fire in me. Really? Of com- it is amazing. It shows you that, oh, we can be competitive. Yeah. But he was out to destroy yeah. everybody. Yeah. So when I saw that documentary, it fueled something in me. I couldn't sleep. And then I started reflecting in my life and what I was, what I was doing, what I should be doing, and all this stuff. And it put more focus in me. I highly recommend it. If you're someone that... That like wants to that likes competitiveness or just like really wants to take something to the next level. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. It is a powerful thing. But yeah, uh, watch well, like the first four episodes. It's it's a it'll get you pumped, man. Really? It's it's some good stuff. Um, shoot, and guys, we're we're at the five minute mark. So before uh, we got time for a couple videos, actually we got time for one more. So we're gonna wrap this up with this last video and then uh, wrap up our thoughts and we'll close out the show. So, here's the last one. Ed remembers this. Is that a Ben 10 watch? The Omni Tricks? Yep. (laughs) And he ends it like that? (laughs) Just like that. You get a cliffhanger we don't know? Dude. What do you... Okay, let's talk about what just happened. (laughs) Um, So, he was was demonstrating how the Omni Tricks works, right? Yeah. Dude, I never watched Ben 10. You guys gotta enlighten me. I watched a little bit. Uh, I When it first came out, that was my shit. Yeah. And then the second series, when they changed the animation, I'm like, eh, it's, it's alright. They, they did a <clears throat> number of changes with that show. Yeah. But I think what they were doing was pretty fun. But I wanted to talk about what shows made you who you are today. Ooh. You know what I mean? For me, it's always been the 90s. Do you remember um, Toonami? Yeah. I grew up in that era. Yeah. That was my shit. That's what made me who I am today. I was watching Sailor Moon, Yu Yu Hakusho, Gundam, yeah. everything from that, from what was going on. And that's what shaped me as a person yeah. and my interest. But do you guys have a show or something like that? That uh, I have a couple, yeah, but... Uh, I mean, I have Trigun. Yep. Trigun. I just rewatched that, by the way. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, the philo- like philosophy I'm watching Cowboy Bebop right now. Shows. Yeah. Man, those are really, really big impacts of characteristics that I've had and like perspectives that I've mm-hmm. had 
Same with like Naruto growing up. I remember when like it came out like what two thousand five. Yeah. So I was like eight nine ish. Yep. Like growing up with Naruto like changes your perspective of like. It does because we grew up with it. And I remember watching the entire thing all the way to the Great Ninja War. Yeah. And all the way to Shippuden. Yeah. It's just it changes you as a person. I have a. I have people, it's much more impact. Family members that like, I've got them into Naruto, and they're binge watching it. But it's like it's a different thing. They 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 appreciate it, but it's like I appreciate it more because I grew up with it. Yeah, like, oh, as I was like growing up, they were growing up with the show too. So it's just yeah. like well, every week for us was a new episode and it yeah. was a new fight. Sometimes it's like oh, it's filler, but like now I I love that we have this great appreciation. We can go back and just watch the pain arc. Yeah, and that's like the coolest fucking yeah. thing ever. Yeah. And just go back and appreciate those things. But when you grow up with it, man, that's who shapes you. And yeah. for me, yeah, obviously Naruto. Amazing stuff. I think Dragon Ball Z. I still have yet to watch. Exactly, Dragon Ball Z. All the way. Oh, I love the first season, but that's all I really got into. I told them about getting into the Cell Saga, and for me, that's my favorite season because it's it's the culmination of everything. And he hasn't seen it yet, and it really upsets me because that's the best thing, man. It's long, but it's it's good. Yeah. Uh, So wasn't he like the green guy? He's the bug guy. Yeah, I, I, I love that arc. Yeah, um, it's an amazing piece of storytelling. But what what um, shows? I remember, besides my parents always watching, my family watching murder mysteries that kind of fueled a lot of nightmares I had. But okay. besides that, uh, I was heavily into MacGyver, if you know who that is. I know MacGyver. I, know I was show. obsessed mm. with that. And that's why I wanted to be like an adventure uh, creator, like uh, inventor person. Yeah. Because it was just out of like whatever tools or things you have in your hands, you can make something. Oh, I only know him because of freaking McGruber. That's oh, like a parody yeah, version. Yeah, oh. McGruber. But besides that, Avatar The Last Enderbender yep. really let me see Avatar. more uh, character arcs. And as simple as it is, there's a lot of deeper philosophical, psychological things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's actually one of the best things that Nickelodeon ever produced. I would, I would agree. Yeah. Amazing oh, stuff. Definitely. Mm-hmm. There's some other really good like movies, but for shows, Avatar was my thing. Yeah, absolutely. Such a good show. Yeah. Do you have anything else? I've had. Um, I guess Supernatural was one. The the brotherly. Love. I never saw it. You I should watch it. It's Ed really, was always watching that show, um, but I never saw it. That like brother bonding aspect is always uh-huh. like, dang, I wish I, I want to be that close to my sibling. Yeah. Like, I'll die for that. <laughs> it's like a, a thing where you like. It affects you so much that you're just like, I want to be just like these kids. That's probably why everyone was so positive about that show. It's just because it's always the Winchester brothers. Yeah. That's what kept the show going. Yeah. For what, 10? 15, 15 years. Insane. 15 years. That's an accomplishment, man. That's yeah. huge. 15 years. I watched, I don't know if you guys know, the Xenon, the Princess yep. Warrior. Oh, yeah. I time, used to watch that. Such a 90s or like 80s thing, but it was like, I would watch that and always be like, I want to be strong like Xena. Yeah. Hercules, I'd just be like, that's what it's it's tough. from that era. Have you seen, uh, or I think we've talked a little bit about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Have Ooh, you seen I it? love it, yeah. Dude, yeah. that inspired. I uh, used to watch that while working out. Nice. And it's just like, oh, oh yeah. Happy? The, the, Holy shit. <laughs> the inspiration yeah. of like yeah. seeing people push past their limits and how everything is just mental. Like, oh, yeah. I'm learning how to, even just working out, like, lifting weights, pushing past your limits, yeah. there's and a, knowing that you can just do whatever you want. There's a really great one called Hajime Impo. I think that's what it's called. It's a boxing anime. Oh, uh, yes. Essentially, it's a kid that's a rookie, and he finds a passion for boxing, and out of 
you know, um, once he gets knocked out a couple of times, he wants to take up this boxing to defend himself, and then he finds out that he actually has this, not a skill, but he is able to take hits and give hits, yeah. and then it's a really long series of the mental fortitude of when you're in a fight with someone, you think, oh, like, I can just probably give him a punch, but when you're in a fight with someone, you're in a fight. Yeah, and, and every like, hit counts. Yep. Aggression that uh, that's what I'm saying. If you like, uh, if you like the mentality from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Hajime Ippo is freaking. I hope I'm pronouncing it right, but it is insane. I didn't even say Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z has that aspect oh. of tra- train until like your body gives out. On yeah, you, definitely. Like, it's just like there is no limit. I keep, I'll keep pushing until I can. That's, Dragon Ball Z, ex- yeah, that was an excellent yeah. one. Not to mention, I uh, I'm still heavily into One Piece, but it's kind of the, okay. it's just a rinse and repeat, like kind of the same thing over. But there's cool mm-hmm. developments. But it's funny to just to see like people keep pushing past yeah. and helping each other out, but like learning new barriers. Yeah, absolutely. New techniques. Yeah. Well, guys, that's our time. So it actually, wow. Wow. It, it went it went by pretty quickly. So great session. Honestly, I wanna I, I wanna thank Gilbert for coming in because this was amazing. This was, a, thank this was great a good time. Thank you for having me. Uh, this is a really good time, and honestly, I wish we could keep doing these more. Uh, our time limit did go off, but uh, let us know what you guys think about the episode. Um, if you have any questions or anything you'd like to see us talk about, please leave a comment. Let us know. Yeah, and anything you guys want to talk about as well, just send it over to Twin Chickens uh, Podcast at gmail.com, I believe. I'll leave the link down. If you guys have something personal you guys want to share with us, we will keep you anonymous and we'll read it in the show. And it, it's just love advice, any philosophical things you want to talk about, by all means. If you feel more comfortable sending it to the Gmail, send it through there. Leave us comments, let me know what you guys think. And also, this podcast will be available through Spotify. And I believe right now I'm working on getting it to uh, the Google podcast as well. Apple is being a little finicky right now. So for right now, if you guys want to do an audio-only version of that, I'll leave the links below. Thank you guys for watching. Have a good night.